matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Why? Don't we make you laugh? Aren't we? Come play with us, Danny. Bad luck to kill a seabird. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Horror Flicks and Guitar Fix podcast. I'm your host, Trashmouth, and this week I'll be dropping two episodes featuring members of California-based hardcore bands. First up is Alec Riley, guitar player for the band Initiate. Now, before we get into this week's interview, I just want to say a super special shout-out and congratulations to the dudes over at Neon Brainiacs. This week, they'll be hitting their third year anniversary as a podcast, and I believe they're doing the movie uh, Neon Maniacs, which, of course, they got the namesake from, so... Uh, also check out my boys over at Patio Slave, my dudes over at Fright Vision Video, and of course my dudes over at the Moss Boys. And don't forget to go follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you use Apple, please go give us a rating over on iTunes. It helps us, you know, quite a bit. And uh, here's the interview. How's it going, man? Thanks for coming on the show. Going good, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Of course, not a problem. So you guys uh, dropped Lavender back in February. Did you guys get to do any touring really off of that, or did COVID kind of shut that down immediately? Yo, so it was it was honestly like perfect timing on our part um, mm. because we ended up we had like a little weekender planned like right as we dropped the record that was happening in like early March, I think. So mm. like we had those three days already booked ahead. And basically it was right after we did that weekend, COVID hit like hard. So everything was shut down like immediately after we did that. So we were at least able to get that in. Yeah. But we did have like a lot of things in the future that was that were like lined up that obviously fell through so no i got you and with COVID going on right now i know you guys announced when you uh announced that you were signed to triple b that you were doing a full link in 2021 is that still the plan is or has that been uh, a little bit delayed because of that no i mean that's still the plan i mean as far as i know you know i mean we've definitely been you know hard at work with that you know yeah I, i'm pretty much in the mindset that like i kind of just never stop working so oh yeah I pretty much, you know, we at least like, you know, most of the members are still in that mindset, you know, so we're just, you know, just taking it a day at a time, pretty much, you know, we, we work on things when we can and, you know, cause everything's so up in the air right now that morale's a little low, but, you know, I think that's just with everyone right now, but yeah, I mean, we're, that's definitely still the plan for sure. Oh yeah. And if you don't mind, just tell me a little bit about how you guys came together to be a band. I know you guys are, uh, you're new, but you're not that, you know, you know, you're not brand new i saw that you had a release back in 2018 did y'all do much before that so the band's been actually been around since uh 2016 okay hell um yeah, yeah I, th- I think like the like the conception of the band was sort of like uh, i think in like the summer of 2016 and then we like got members and started you know started actually like writing stuff in the fall of 2016 yeah i mean we we stayed fairly local in the beginning you know like in you know like southern california area for I, I would say that that first year into like the second um but the second year i mean we, we did a few tours for sure like we did west coast and we did east coast a few times and you know little, little stuff here and there but nothing like too crazy um mm-hmm. just because you know i was in school at the time you know crystal crystal our vocalist was in school at the time as well as you know just everyone had like full-time jobs and shit so it was like we were just we were juggling a lot but yeah i mean 
like like you said, you know, we released before long in 2018, and then yeah, you know, Lavender this year. So I mean, we've had some stuff spaced out for the most part, but yeah, we've we've been around for for almost four years now. Okay, hell yeah. And were y'all friends prior to uh, forming the band, or did y'all kind of meet up a little like a little bit before the band? Uh, so I knew, I knew Crystal before the band I had, so I had just moved down to Los Angeles uh, or like Los Angeles area in 2015. Cause I was going to school down here. Uh, I'm okay. originally from like Sacramento area, like Northern California, mm. but I had met her through like some mutual friends and basically, you know, we weren't like, I mean, we, we like knew each other. We were on speaking terms, but it's like, we weren't like, you know, tight homies or anything like that. So yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, I like I sort of I think I had like tweeted one day that like, you know, I had been away from home for so long and like I played in bands up in Northern California for a while and was just like, you know, I had to quit those bands to, you know, come back, like come down here to start school or whatever. And I was just like, uh, you know, like, I, you know, I tweeted, I was like, ah, I really want to play music again. And mm-hmm. I think she just like jokingly DM'd me and was like, yo, like, let's actually start a band. And I don't think that she took it seriously. And I was just like, no, yeah, let's, let's fucking do that. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I I met Austin through her, you know, all the other guys I met basically through like, you know, starting the band. Yeah. But yeah. So that's awesome. Well, if you don't mind, we'll move on to the uh, horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Growing up, just tell me a little bit about, you know, what's your relationship with horror movies? You know, like, were you always a fan or were you, you know, scared until you got a little older? And then uh, if you have any memories, of course, you'd like to share. So my mom was actually the horror person in the family, for sure. My my dad oh, yeah. did not fuck with scary movies at all. <laughs> and it was sort of like a tradition, like every like every Halloween like when I when I got too old to like, you know, trick or treat or whatever, like should just be like, all right, we're going to go down to the, you know, local Hollywood video or whatever the fuck it, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. And, you know, we'll we'll rent a few movies and just like stay in and like, you know, scare the shit out of ourselves or whatever. And basically like, you know, she showed me like a bunch of the classics, you know, like I watched fuck like when I was younger, like poltergeist um you know amityville horror you know like the og scream um oh yeah you know like basically like all the all like the classics you can think of you know what i'm saying um and yeah they scared the shit out of me when i was younger for sure but but i sort of just like you know had like grew to like have a love for it you know what i'm saying like i I, it's like literally one of my favorite kinds of movies for sure so and i still Uh like sort of hold that tradition like every every october i'll sort every october i'll try and like watch a new scary movie every day so yeah do the 31 days (laughs) yeah i I mean at least i try to yeah no hell yeah i do the same it's uh it's kind of hard to you know some nights you get just caught up with stuff and then it ends up too late but you definitely plan on it i know how you how life goes you know Oh, yeah, for sure. So do you have a favorite horror movie of all time, would you say? So I I go back and forth. I definitely have like a few. It's really mm. hard for me to like pin down exactly which one's my favorite yeah. because I like them all for like different reasons. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? I still think to this day and I like I think one of the scariest movies that I'd seen that, that like I've still seen was and I don't know why I think it's just like the memory like sticks with me, but that movie, The Strangers, dude, fucking same, <laughs> dude, that movie's fucking terrifying, dude. Like, and I think to me, 
what really stuck with me about that movie is that one line where she's just like, why are you doing this to us? And they're just like, just cause you were home. Yeah. And that to me, I was just like, Oh fuck, that could happen to me, bro. Like, <laughs> no, that was uh, I don't know if it was that actually was the first movie that I actually went and saw in the movie theaters by myself. Cause uh, I was too young still, but my family was all going to see don't mess with the Zohan. And I'm, you know, at that point I'd started to get my love for horror and I was like, I really don't want to see that shitty. Like, <laughs> I like Adam Sandler, but that was like pretty much like the worst. Yeah, that was pretty well. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I really don't want to see that. So my mom was like, I'll buy you a ticket to go see the horror movie. Just don't bitch when you're scared later. So yeah, I went in dude. there and the whole time I was like looking around, making sure nobody had a sack on their head or anything like that. I was like, fuck Yo. this. <laughs> Yeah, straight, the fact that you saw that alone in the theater is fucked, dude. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was really good. And that's one thing, uh, I guess that's one of the reasons that to me it's still scary is like now that I'm kind of desensitized to a lot of the, you know, super jump scary stuff and a lot of the super gory stuff. It's just the realisticness of that one is so it still sticks to real, you know, being realistic because there's still some spots where just cell phone servers don't work. And if it's just you and the wife, you know, you got one vehicle, it could easily go wrong, you know. Yo, the, so the actual the craziest thing, and and I think this is why it's so scary to me, was hmm. because when I first saw that movie, I was maybe like a junior in high school or something like that. Yeah. And there was, was there, yeah, there was like a homegirl of like like a friend of everyone's that like lived way out, like where I grew up, like way out in the fucking boonies, like in the mm-hmm. hills and shit. And we used to go out there and like just hang out all the time. And it was just like a big group of us. And we like popped that movie on and we were like all watching it in her living room. And I think it was like that scene where she's like, where Liv Tyler's like in the kitchen and you see like the shot over her shoulder and like the fool is like coming in just like silent. You know what I'm saying? And when that happened, one of my friends paused the movie and he was like, yo, why does this fucking, why is the set in this movie exactly (laughs) the same setup as the house we're in right now? And like we all like looked around and it was like exactly the same, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So we were like fucking freaked out the whole time. Yeah, that's just added fear. No, that's one of the that's one thing I like about that movie. It kind of ruined it when I saw the sequel, because one thing that I like about The Strangers is the way that they kind of slowly move through and like a lot of the tensions built on silence. But when I saw the sequel, I went to like by this time, now that the sequel's out, it's been 10 years and now everywhere you go is a dinner theater. So like all these silent moments in here. Uh, would you like fries with that? It's like, yeah, just like, like, and people like fucking crunching on food and shit. <laughs> yeah. So I've, uh, that actually, the sequel of strangers was my decision to no longer see horror movies at dinner theaters, unless it's like a full blown, like action, like a more like a horror comedy. Like I probably would have went and saw the new child's play at a, you know, cause it's not really going to be scary much and stuff like that, but which I didn't really yeah. enjoy that that yeah, much. Totally for sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean that one's, that one's definitely up there. Uh, that's like a good one. I mean, yeah. I, I have a few others that I like think about every now and then, like, you know, I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you would classify it as horror, but like personally, like silence of the lambs. Yeah. Scared the fuck out of me yeah. as a kid. And that one is still like one of my favorites. It's more of like a suspense thriller, but like, you know, that one's definitely up there. Like the OG alien by Ridley Scott. Hell I yeah. think is definitely like a horror movie that's like definitely scary still to me. You know, I had uh, I think it was when I was talking to the DHD from Red Death, we were talking about uh, Alien. I believe it was me and him, but I know that somebody and me were talking about it. And it was one of those things that it's like it's Alien is almost like a slasher film. Just you take out the slasher and you turn it into an alien. So it's like when people try to say that Alien is not a horror movie, it's kind of like 
how not you know it's, uh, oh for sure and then like it's funny because i actually like i i forgot where it was but like i i read you know an article where they were because i i i deep dive into like a ton of movies like i'm i definitely like love movies but like i was i was reading an interview that they were interviewing ridley scott about alien yeah. and he even said himself that he borrowed like tons of like horror tropes from like you know just like the classics you know yeah hell yeah now i could definitely see that especially with you know you got the final girl you know just like you do in texas chainsaw and halloween which i mean that halloween and alien were pretty close within a year but you know still the whole like uh I mean, even psycho psycho doesn't really have a final girl i guess but well uh, i guess you can count the sisters like the final girl but, right uh, right yeah but she, it's just not played out the same way you know because there's not as many Kill. That's the one thing is a lot of people argue that Psycho's not a slasher because there's not like a ton of deaths in the movie. You know, I think there might only be two in the whole movie. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I would classify it as that a bit. I mean, you know, you know, people have their opinions, I guess. So. Yeah. No, I definitely. Uh, it's one of those that it's like I don't personally like. If somebody asked me, I'd probably say yeah, it's a slasher. But if somebody came up to me and said that's not a slasher, I wouldn't care enough to argue it because I feel like it would be hard to find those points to truly argue it. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I get that. But now, uh, do you have any scenes that stick out in either of those that you like to mention either alien or, uh, silence of the lambs, dude. Um, I'm trying to think like it's, it's funny because, you know, I always have these memories cause I saw those movies. I arguably, I saw those movies like when I was way too young, Yeah, but, <laughs> but like, I think a lot of them were like, you know, scenes that like, I originally just heard because my mom was covering my eyes in the, in the beginning. Yeah. And then like when I saw them, when I was like a little bit older, I was like, Oh that, yeah, that's fucked. But like, I think like the silence of the lamb scene that really gets me still is like that whole sequence of when uh, Hannibal's like escaping and yeah. like they roll in and like that police officer is like strung up, like up on the cage and shit. Oh yeah. Um, and then I think honestly in alien, like that chestburster scene, man is just, classic yeah it's so fucking sick still Especially to this 79 day. yeah yeah that was one that they didn't let the rest of the actors know exactly was when it was going to happen like they knew it was going to happen eventually but they just didn't know like that it would be that time or whatever oh yeah so, yeah so, so most of, of those reactions. reactions are like actually just real <laughs> yeah hell yeah yo and it's it's crazy that they didn't even tell the crew like the cast or crew like what the xenomorph was going to look like and yeah. so, like, when the fool came on, like, came on set, everyone was, like, just act actually terrified. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, and it, it definitely shows, like, some of those, uh, like, especially the chestburster scene. I think that's why it's so legendary is, like, little things like that. You know, it's uh, the same thing with, like, I know that they kind of borrowed from that when they did the It remake. And, you know, they didn't tell, like, like let the kids see Pennywise and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Like, like it definitely pays off, but... Uh, to go back to Silence of the Lambs real quick, I was going to say, that's one thing that makes me, like, lend into that being a horror movie, is every time Buffalo Bill is on screen, I just feel that so, like, uncomfortableness that you feel from a lot of, you know, horror movie villains and stuff. He's just, oh, like... dude, yeah. <laughs> does a good job of being a creep, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, you know, like, uh, I'll always remember also, like, his, his voice mm. is just fucked, dude. Yeah. Like, when he answers the door, when, like when she finally like it on to him or whatever. And then she's like asking, like asking him about like the missing person. And she, and he says like, Oh, was she like a, you know, a really big fat person. And like the way he says it still, I think about it every now and then. And I'm yeah. like, Oh, gross. 
(laughs) Yeah, they did a good job of uh, casting that film. I think that's one of the reasons it went down as like, you know, one like five Oscars or something like that was because of, you know, not only the, uh, you know, Jonathan Demme, but the whole cast and everything was just perfect to a T. Oh, yeah, dude. It's 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 definitely up there, like as just, you know, legendary for sure. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, how do you feel about uh, remakes mostly? Because like I know right now they're they're working on a prequel series, I guess, to um, like Silence of the Lambs is supposed to be around, you know, Clarice Starling's character. So how do you how do you feel about stuff like that? You know, where they like to revisit classics and stuff like do you prefer them just to not touch them? Do you prefer complete reimaginations or do you kind of like the loose reboot where it's like almost a continuation, you know? So like I I don't hate them. It, it really depends, you know, because yeah. it's like, for example, like Child's Play, like the like the most recent one it just wasn't good. You know yeah, what I'm I didn't like it either. And like, I feel like mostly when they do stuff like that, like it sort of falls in that like in that camp where it's just like it's just not that good you know just like lacks you know creativity or anything like that and it's hard to like uh, it's honestly hard to scare me anymore you know and maybe that's just Mm -hmm. because i'm older or whatever but that's sort of how i how i feel about them most of the time but then again you know like i've seen some that you know that are pretty good like yeah you know so i guess it just really depends on like the execution of it so yeah i guess because there's some that are so terrible like you know child's play i wouldn't say is terrible but it was just it just felt unnecessary once you saw it and it just like didn't add anything to it i felt like and then yeah uh, yeah i feel like if it adds something to it then that's like yeah yeah you know i fuck with it for sure yeah but like uh then and turn around and freaking a nightmare on elm street's remake was just awful like it was a piece of shit so so bad dude <laughs> yeah but then like so like when you start to think about remakes and you're like oh they're doing another remake those ones like immediately pop in your head same with the black christmas they did two remakes i didn't see the newest one but the one where the dude was like yellow the and shit like that oh that was, yeah yeah it was yeah. pretty bad too but uh so like those immediately pop in your head but then i feel like when i start to think about remakes like okay what horror remakes do i like there's actually like a ton like i love the hills have eyes remake i like evil dead remake I like, uh, you know, The Thing is technically a remake. The Fly is technically a remake. You know, there's so many, like, actually, uh, The Blob is a remake. So there's a bunch of great ones that are, like, remakes. But you just, you know, you get so used to, like, always thinking about how bad the bad ones are. Even the Friday the 13th remake, I feel like, was polarizing. Like, either hated it or you love it. I personally enjoy it. But I don't think it was, like, adding anything to it. I feel like they, at that point, they might as well just have continued you know, the story of Jason and just had him come back to Camp Crystal Lake and kill a bunch of teens. So. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with like, you know, I thought the Evil Dead re- remake was probably one of the best ones that I'd seen. Um, I think that was one of the ones that actually scared the shit out of me while I was watching it. I was just like, oh, so yeah. I was just nervous the whole time, which yeah. I think is like a testament to how good it is. And honestly, like, if I'm just being real, the original is not good. So yeah. like they didn't really like they didn't really have, you know, they couldn't they couldn't do any worse, like in my opinion, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a, it's a cult classic, which I mean, I res- I respect it for that, you know, for sure. But yeah, that one was really good. Um honestly, like the first it I, like I thought was great. Yeah. Second one, not so much, but no, I thought the first the like year. the chapter 1 was great had a great time yeah the second one just felt so forced it was almost like they could have taken a little bit off like a little bit from that second film and tacked it on to the end of the first film and just given us the full story especially the like the climax of two full movies it was just pretty lackluster for them to just pretty much you know call it a bitch and it shrink up you know 
Yo, and not to mention, it was like three hours long. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like walked out and I was just like, yo, that's three hours of my life. I'll never get back. <laughs> no, yeah, I felt the same way. I, for some some reason, it just it felt like everything I was watching, like I already expected or like I'd already seen before. I don't know. It just felt too much of like the same stuff from the first film and not enough like diving into the back. Like, I felt like this time we were finally going to get the backstory of Pennywise. And then again, they kind of just tease a little bit of it and mix a little bit of it up. And then they just let it, you know, die into the film. Doesn't really yeah, ever like and, come anything. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, yo, like I'll admit the TV movie with Tim Curry scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. So like yeah. I kind of went in with high expectations. And then when I saw the first one, I was like, oh yeah, that's literally exactly what I wanted. And then when I went into the second one, it's like they added things into it that didn't need to be there. Like there were plot points that it was just like, you're just trying to, you're like, you're trying to, it's too easy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, to me, it was just sort of like, yeah, it could have been so much better. Yeah. And what kind of pissed me off a little bit is it's like they did the whole first film without feeling the, the need to do the adults. So it's like, why did you feel the need to force the kids into the second film when it didn't really add anything to the plot? You know what I mean? Like all it did was give them like a few other things for Pennywise to fuck with them with, you know, like it gave them the clubhouse. So it gave them like a little bit of that. But and then it uh, like it added a little bit of like it finally showed you, I guess, uh, like a few of the moments he had, like with the, the you know the kids that you didn't get to see in the original movie, but yeah. uh, but I'm like those are things that you easily could have like just shown like flash like you could have done like quick clips to kind of just like show it. We didn't need full on like ten minute long scenes of them as kids just to get the same type of shit across that we got in the first movie. So no, definitely, I totally agree for sure. Yeah, so uh, we can move on to the hypothetical questions. And uh, well, actually, let me ask you. Have you seen any? Uh, I kind of stopped asking this question because a lot of people wouldn't answer it, but you seem pretty willing to answer it. Have you seen any horror movies recently that you like? Don't really like that. I don't really like. Um, uh, I mean, there's. I, I haven't really like in recent like like in recent like months. I really haven't seen that many like scary movies or like horror movies or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I think the last movie I saw in theaters was that movie The Lodge. Yeah. Um. That definitely got like 50 50 reviews and like I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but, you know, I, I thought it was interesting, I guess. Yeah, um, I, I personally didn't like it, to be honest with you. I saw that one, but I didn't see it. So it was streaming. So it might have I feel like maybe if I would have saw it in the movie theater, some of the stuff would have, you know, taken a little bit more effect, you know, and it might have given me like a little bit more to not like dislike it. I might have at least, you know, I might have been on the same fence as you, at least if I saw it in the quality of a theater, you know. Yeah, it was one of those that, like, it was kind of funny because when they did the reveal that it was the kids fucking with her the whole time, like, me and my homie walked out and we were just like, yo, fuck them kids, dude, straight up. No, like, yo, would she, when, so it was like, okay, so full spoil, well, it's already kind of spoiled now, so don't worry about it, but. Oh, yeah, yeah fuck, sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. I, uh, I don't really worry about spoiling movies. I kind of just usually try to say spoiler alert ahead, but I don't give a fuck. So now that that's already spoiled, spoil even more. When she fucking shoots the kids or shoots the dad, I was like, fuck, yeah, they, he deserves that shit. Or at least the kids deserve to see that shit because of what they did to her the whole fucking time. Like a whole week of just torturing her. Dude, they, they intentionally killed her dog, bro. Like, yeah, true. I didn't even think about that. Some stuff like by the end of the movie, I completely forgot about. I was just thinking about like at that point, I started thinking like that's impossible. Like all the shit that was impossible. Like how is that kid smart enough to hang himself without accidentally hanging himself? And like. 
how they get how they were like fast enough and like all this shit to like, get all the stuff out of the house. You know what yeah, I mean? Dude, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> that's why I didn't like the movie that much is the because of the the end payoff would have been OK if it would have done like a little less throughout the film, you know. But then I yeah. didn't I didn't like how they teased a lot of like uh, like her seeing shit from like when back when she was in a cult or whatever. And then that, yeah. that, that like that didn't really pay off either. So I was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what I mean, one other that like I saw, well, not really to, to answer your question, but to like kind of go along with it. That did like the same sort of vibe that it's like definitely got like half and half reviews. Yeah. Um, but like I absolutely loved Midsummer. Fuck yeah. No, I'm a huge Ari Aster fan, like die hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yo, I love loved Hereditary, loved Midsummer. And I feel like, you know, it's first of all, I think that it was fucking tight that A24 did a full theatrical release for yeah. that. But I think that like a lot of people went in expecting it to be hereditary and it's just a completely different beast. But I I I mean, just from like an artistic point of view, like he fucking killed it. Yeah, um, no, it's beautiful and fun the whole time. Like, even with the length of the movie and they're not being, like, you know, that much side plot. You know, there's a few side plots going on throughout, you know, like with uh, the fr- uh, Will Poulter's character, of course, and that one girl flirting with them. And then uh, there's a little bit of side plot with, you know, the, uh, the I always forget. I'm bad with names in movies, but the two friends, uh, Christian and pretty much what they're oh, arguing about, yeah, like, yeah. The, they're like yeah. uh, school shit. It's like all that stuff is like it's perfect because they do a good job of giving you side plots but they're doing them all within the same group of five characters you know what i mean like you don't have to worry about a whole nother group of characters just to get through a, th- a three hour long movie you know what i mean yeah definitely definitely and i mean can't really like can't really mention ariaster without you know mentoring robert eggers um yes. <laughs> like absolutely like lighthouse was in my top 10 movies of last year for same. sure um, top five probably for me to be honest yeah, I think I, I I don't remember exactly where it hit my list, but like it was definitely up there. Yeah. And I mean, that was one of those movies that I read about for weeks, dude. Like Same. I just as soon as I saw it, I was just like, like just blown away because I, I obviously love the witch, too. Yeah. But like so I knew kind of where I was what I was getting into. But that was one of those that I saw by myself because I didn't want anyone going with me to ruin the experience. Yeah. <laughs> No, I rented it on uh, Amazon Prime and watched it by myself, but it was one of those that it was like, uh, I made sure it was going to be a quiet night in the house. Like, I waited for my wife to go to bed and everything, and I turned all the lights off because I was like, it's going to be in black and white. They're going to be speaking with some weird-ass accents, and I want to hear everything they say. So Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I went I went to the I went to the arc light here and saw it, and it's Hell like, yeah. it's kind of cool because they're, they're like, definitely on their, like, professional shit. Like, they won't allow, like, phones in the theater and, like, yeah. shit like that, so... No, that's excellent. Do you have a favorite? Uh, I know it's kind of hard to pick a favorite scene, and uh, I definitely wouldn't. So I'm going to say spoiler for The Lighthouse, because I definitely don't want to ruin that movie if you haven't seen it, because fuck The Lodge, but The Lighthouse is different. <laughs> it's a good movie. So, yeah. I, uh, uh, Which, I mean, of course, everybody should watch every horror movie and form their own opinion. So definitely check out The Lodge, because it's on Hulu. So it's kind of free if you at least have Hulu. you know. But uh, as far as The Lighthouse, do you have like any favorite moments from that movie or anything that really stands out to you? Dude, there's there's definitely like a couple, but like like when he when he fucking beats the seagull against the rock, yeah, like, just messed me up. And then honestly, like any scene with like the mermaid, I thought was just, just to me it was just terrifying. Yeah, you're always <laughs> like then, waiting so much, to, like it's so uh, tense, like wondering where the fuck it's gonna go, you know? 
Yeah, absolutely. And then, I mean, obviously, like, like any scene where Willem Dafoe was doing like a monologue just yeah. was insane. That like that guy truly is like just a fucking force to be reckoned with in terms of just like acting ability. But like the scene where he's being buried alive and he's just yes. got fucking dirt in his mouth and shit. <laughs> That's my favorite scene of the whole movie. That's exactly what I was going to say is uh, that scene right there. I feel like should have won him a fucking Oscar. <laughs> Yo, I, I straight up when I like he he was my pick for sure. I didn't yeah. think he was going to win, but I thought he should have. Because I here's the thing, I knew Brad Pitt was gonna win the like this past year for sure. Yeah. But I was just like, man, he really should win. Cause yo, he got fucking he straight up got buried alive. Like yeah. <laughs> and what's crazy is usually the Oscars like dive into these art films like super hard. And like I feel like the lighthouse is literally like a kind of like a horror fantasy art film. So I kind of thought that they were actually they might actually show it a little bit more love, you know. But they only kind of I think it only won the one Oscar for uh like set design or something similar to that, you know? Yeah. I, I actually, I don't know if it, it may, yeah. Did it win? Yeah. I think, I think it was it nominated be, because I but, made a post. Well, actually, yeah, it might not have won. I, I just remember making a post where I said that, uh, Oh no, that's right. I made a post saying that Florence Pugh was robbed and then apparently she was not robbed, but she was just not nominated for midsummer. She was nominated for little women, but she still didn't win. They gave it a fucking Laura Dern, but yeah, of course. Classic. <laughs> Yeah, But yeah, I think also like just, you know, tech kind of like the Academy is sort of just like a popularity contest and whoever's willing yeah. to just, you know, kiss the most ass. And I, I that's definitely not Robert Eggert's style, you know? Yeah. Have <laughs> so you heard about He, he uh... could have just, you know, he's probably just like one of those people that he'll always, you know, always, always bridesmaid, never a bride. He'll always be nominated, but maybe we'll never win. So which I'd be OK with that as long as his movies. uh keep you know stay the way they are because i'd rather him make the movies he wants to make and uh stay a bridesmaid than bend his uh you know his imagination for the critics type thing you know oh straight up yeah absolutely have you heard about his new movie that uh is, it's like kind of been announced well i guess it's announced but it's like it's still uh being filmed i believe called the northman yeah he's like it's about like he's doing a movie about vikings right yeah and he said it's a horror movie too so it's but it's supposed to be like back in like I guess the 1400s or 1200s whenever God, you know vikings and that shit. fucking guy dude <laughs> yeah he's done it twice and uh they've both both have been uh perfect in my opinion you know as far as the witch uh the witch was one that had to grow on me i'm not gonna lie but it was just you know those heavy accents and really understanding a lot of the dialogue so like the first time i saw it of course i saw it with a little bit more distraction so i was like ah, oh, it was okay but then finally once i saw it and like dove into it that's when i was like holy shit this movie is amazing so that's why i made sure i had no distractions going into the lighthouse <laughs> oh yeah for sure i mean i remember when i saw the witch the first time like uh i saw it in theaters with my girlfriend at the time and i, I saw so many couples just get up and leave like halfway through the movie and i you know, i was just laughing because i was just like they just don't realize how good this fucking movie is yeah but um yeah, he's he's just a like he's a psychopath, man, like with just all the research he does to, you know, like he actually like, you know, for the lighthouse, like he literally just studied, you know, like lighthouse manuals and like different diaries and stuff to get like the accents and the script already and shit like he's he's insane. <laughs> yeah, no, that was uh, speaking of people leaving. I was going to say I had a couple leave during midsummer when I saw it. I saw it twice in the movie theater. The first time I went by myself because I was supposed to go with my wife and she chickened out, but she's not a big horror fan. So shout out to her for at least 
saying she'll go up until she was like, I just can't do it. I'm too scared. Yeah. So, uh, so I went by myself. And then the second time my buddies were going. So I was like, well, I'll go with you. And he made us like 20 minutes late to the movie. So like I literally I was like pissed. But at the same time, I was like, I've seen the movie. So it's y'all's, you know, missing out. So uh, but literally as we got to the scene where uh, Christian goes into that room to talk to the lady like, you know, that's like right as everything's starting to climax or whatever. They're starting to make her May Queen and oh, all yeah, shit. yeah. Like right as that happened, there's like uh, a woman and her two kids next to me. And they were like kids, but they were like, you know, probably like 18 and 12 or 14. You know, so they weren't young, young. But uh, they literally just got up and left. And they're like, oh, this movie's stupid. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, how the fuck? Like, I would understand maybe leaving a while ago, but like it's starting to like actually pick up. How the, how are you not intrigued right now? You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, they literally just thought it was going to be a different movie, you know? Yeah. Like, they just went in expecting, like, the stereotypical jump scares and shit like that. And it's just, you know, it's just not that movie. Yeah. Well, before I move on to uh, the hypothetical questions, uh, real quick, do you have a favorite scene from Midsummer since you brought that one up first? <sighs> favorite scene from Midsummer? I think there, there's a few that definitely, like, stick out to me. Like, you're not weird if I, you say the stupa or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, like, you know, the scene where like like the sacrifice takes place and like the the couple jumps off the cliff yeah that's what i was talking about i think i i said a stupid but i'm not sure what the word is but you know they the night before they're talking about like what it's called and she's like is it scary or whatever that's why i was like you're not weird if you say the sacrifice pretty much is what i meant <laughs> oh yeah for sure yeah it's like when i was watching that i'm like oh they're not gonna show this and then they just showed it and i was like oh fuck <laughs> like like that was tight. I think honestly, like all that whole May Queen, like all of those scenes, you know, where it's like yeah. where she's basically drugged and like all of like the the trees and the foliage in the background is all like moving and all sort of like in this weird like psychedelic trance and shit like that. I thought that was just so sick. Yeah. Um and yeah, like any of like anything that like really like dove into like his, you know, like his set design and stuff like that, like like when he when like that the main like boyfriend character goes into like that like that one one chick's house and you see yeah. like all of like you know all the runes all over the walls and shit like that i was like dude look at how like detailed it is like yes yeah, like you start seeing like the burning bear and stuff throughout there and all that shit and yeah it's like all foreshadowing and shit it's so crazy yeah now i love that i love the whole uh like one thing i really liked was the whole side plot where they walk by that like board and it shows like the love spell and then like as the movie goes on you see like the girl slowly like performing those things to uh will poulter's character or not will poulter's character to christian or whatever oh like, yeah for like sure she puts her, her like fucking period blood in his drink and like pubes in his meat pie or whatever they were eating yeah that was so i was like like as soon as i saw him sit down and i saw his drink was a little like weird pink colored i was like yes. oh fuck that's nasty like <laughs> yeah that's but that's one thing i liked about it was like those little details you have to like actually pay attention and see that his drinks a little different or else you don't like you know what i mean which of course he makes it he makes it a little more obvious as he's drinking it. he kind of starts to look at it a little bit more you know but still drinks the fucking things <laughs> yeah dude i know it's so sick <laughs> so moving on to the uh hypothetical questions if somebody approached you and said we were going to make a music video for an initiate song and we wanted to uh make like a short film version of a horror film and it could be any horror film uh you know ever which horror film would you choose and if you want to choose an initiate song that, that works too oh shit um <laughs> it could be a new song if you don't want to choose a song 
Yeah, that's tough. Well, and you know, I think it's, you know, it's funny because, you know, when I, when I get that, that image in my head, I always think of like that, that newfound glory music video. I think it's like, don't let her drag you down or something like that. Yeah. And where they, they literally like sort of fashion it after like, like an old, like slasher, like 80 slasher movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think they, they sort of had that vibe of like Friday the 13th. So I think, yeah, I think like maybe, maybe along the lines of that, just some, something that would be like a little bit easier. And, mm. you know, it's, it's kind of funny because legitimately, like if it was like in the vein of like a slasher movie, I know for damn sure, like half the band would be like so fucking scared. Yeah. Like just even, even if they were in on it and doing it, like I know that it would just be fucking hilarious. Like the um, reactions would be genuine enough that it would make for a good ass video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight up. Hell yeah. Now that uh, that's like the song one in the same. I was thinking it'd be cool if y'all did that, but with like uh, where you were like fighting your own doppelgangers. You know what I mean? Yo, honestly, that's a sick ass idea, straight up. Yeah, like kind of like you could, you know, make it like us. You know, that way it's like a horror movie if you wanted to. So that and but your doppelgangers could just because that's the one thing about us that I kind of like is that it leaves. Uh, I don't know if you saw that, but it kind of like lends itself to like an open world so like you could make another movie where a whole another family or even just like a single single person like a bachelor or a bachelorette living on their own has to deal with their doppelganger and, oh you yeah. know it, it could show up in the red jumpsuit with the scissors but it doesn't have to do anything with you know red and her actual family and shit so that's one thing i like about us is it builds on that so like because that's happening all over america you could easily just be like a band trying to load out and all of a sudden here comes like like you know like have it the video start with y'all finishing a song and being like, thank you. And then as you're loading out, like here comes a group of you guys walking up and fucking <laughs> yeah. like red jumpsuits. <laughs> no, <and shit>. honestly, <laughs> that's a sick ass idea. You, you got to copyright that dude straight up. <laughs> <laughs> now I think too much about this shit sometimes to be honest with you. Cause I'll get up. No, here it's, it's, I get it. It's all good. <laughs> so moving on, uh, if you could do the same kind of thing, but with like an instrument, you know, where you could get a guitar customized or, you know, an amp cabinet or anything, what would you get? Uh, customized and how would how would you get it customized like with a horror movie design you know that's that's interesting i personally like i'm not i'm not too like for that kind of style in terms of like instruments and shit like that yeah. but i have seen like other like other guitars i know for for example um like the guitarist of metallica is super into like horror movies and shit like that so some of his guitars are like built off of like the, like certain horror movies and shit like that. And I think yeah. that's kind of tight, but me personally, I, I don't think that that's just like my vibe, I think. Yeah. You'd rather just have like the plain, uh, like guitar scheme color and stuff like that. I yeah. I'm, I'm just boring, dude. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel you. I'm, I'm kind of like that too. Sometimes, uh, simple is more. I think even if I had the option to do whatever I could, it would probably only be to the extent of like, uh, like you said, Kirk Hammett from Metallica, how he does like, just like these skins, there's nothing necessarily like um, reconstructed on the guitar or anything extra, you know, fabricated around, you know, the body's not all weird shaped and shit. I think I would yeah, definitely totally. just do like a skin for, you know, of, like my favorite horror movie, like my favorite horror movie is Scream. So I probably would do something to Scream or I've always wanted a Willy Wonka guitar. I think that would be cool. <laughs> Dude, honestly, yo, shout out to like the original Scream. Literally, I still think to this day, the best opening sequence in a, in a horror movie ever made straight up. Oh, yeah. And it was a good... uh it was cool to see them kind of like they got a lot of credit for it. But of course, it's because people weren't born back when Psycho came out. But it was cool to see them call back to the whole like, we're going to promote this movie with this actress, you know, as the star. And then like 
she's and then dead. kill her off in the first like 10 minutes yeah. yeah no it was excellent so moving on to uh i got two more questions for you and my second to last one is if you were asked to ever score a horror movie would you like to do that and if so what kind of subgenre of horror movie would you like to do would you like to do like a slasher or would you like to do like a more sci-fi horror movie where you could do like all the little you know beeps and sounds of everything dude honestly i, I think about this often actually this is a great question um, because I, I would actually love to like score a movie. Oh, I think yeah. that would be so sick. And I personally like I'm like I would probably go the sci-fi route mm. um, because there's definitely like I don't know if it's definitely not a horror movie, but I don't know. Did you ever see that movie Ex Machina? No, that's actually one that's been on my list. But because it kind of it get, I think it got spoiled for me. I don't honestly remember how it ends now, so I guess it's a good time to watch it. But I think it got kind of like spoiled for me back when it first came out. And so I just kind of put it on the back burner for a while. But uh, I definitely need to check it out. Dude, that movie is truly great. And I think what a big part of what makes that movie is the score. Yeah. Um, and it's it's one of those movies. It's definitely a slow burn for sure. But it's like I, like in that in that realm of movie, like the score adds so much to just build tension and build tension. And I think that if I was to score a movie, it would be like around that sort of vibe for sure. Oh yeah. No, I really, uh, I, I really like that. Like I watched uh, Henry portrait of a serial killer last night and it was almost like every time, uh, I don't know if you've seen that, but every it's like, there's not really much music throughout the movie, but every time he's about to make a kill or you could tell he's like starting to get like angry, they do a good job of like playing this music that kind of builds kind of like with, uh, like how, it's Friday the 13th, like every time somebody's getting killed, the music starts going like, bam, 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 like picking up and continuing and stuff like that. So, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. So my final question for you is, do you have any horror stories of your own? And they could be from, you know, like a real life horror story from being on the road or touring or anything like that. Or if you've ever had anything, you know, supernatural that you felt happened to you. Oh, fuck. Um, me personally, no, I don't. Mm. I don't think so. I mean, there was definitely okay. This is kind of funny because if if my homie ever ever listens to this, he'll laugh his ass off. But I mean, it's not it's not even really that scary. But like, I remember yeah. like when I was still like living like at my parents' house, like they were out of town, and I was like, I had my girlfriend over, and we were just like chilling or whatever. And it was like late at night. Um, mm-hmm. We were chilling like in my living room, and there's like you know like a like a sliding glass door to like the backyard or whatever, and. You know, we were just like like hanging out, just talking or whatever, and then all of a sudden, like breaks the silence, just like a text tone goes off. What? The and I was fuck? like, "Oh, yo, your your phone went off." And she's like, "No, nah, my phone's in your like in your room, which is yeah. like a far ways away." You know. Oh. And I, I just immediately assumed that, like, I immediately assumed that y'all didn't have one. That's why I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> no, yeah. So like that was the thing. I was like, "Okay, well, the, like the tone was way too loud. It literally sounded like it was right outside that door." Yeah. And so I thought like it was her like her phone on like the table or something, but I had my phone in my hand and I didn't get a text. And so I immediately like get a little uneasy and I'm just like, uh, like what the hell, you know? And then like I, I remember like a homie of mine who lived down the street from my parents, so, like I called him, I was like, yo, do a drive by real quick. I'm freaked out. <laughs> and he like drove by and he's like, Yo, there's no one here, dude. You're just like <laughs> Damn. So, but yeah, you never I mean, figured that, out what it was dude no not at all that like, is kind no of sketchy clue. though to be honest with you <laughs> a, a little sketchy for sure um i mean that happened and then like a, a scarier story that happened to, like one of my one of my homies was he used to live like like up in the hills like kind of away from everyone and mm. he said that one time like he saw like 
an old woman like walking around that was like sort of like a like she wasn't homeless but she definitely like had like a weird vibe to her you know what i'm saying and like apparently like he said that she like tried to curse his family or something like that and he said that one time he woke up and found a bag of like hair and feathers and shit nailed to his front door what the fuck i'm moving yeah (laughs) he's like yo this chick tries to curse me (laughs) Damn. <laughs> Sounds like the so way from Pumpkinhead. That's kind of fucking scary. Yeah. Man, fuck that. Nah, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you sharing, man. Yeah, dude. And I appreciate you coming on. It's been a blast talking with you. Do you want to tell people where they can find you if they want to come follow you on social media? Or do you have any uh, other projects you would like to promote? Or is it just Initiate at the moment? Uh, it's just Initiate at the moment. I, I have a few other things that are in the works. But, I mean, I can't really speak to that right now. No, I feel like. Um, I mean, obviously, like it's going to be a while until after like quarantine until shit like that picks up. But as of right now, it's just initiate, you know, uh, keep your eyes out next year. Like, you know, we'll be hopefully promoting a full length record. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm on, I'm on social media, I guess. I mean, I don't know, like I'm on Instagram and Twitter, but I, I don't, I don't really post cool shit. I just post like movies and music and shit like that so i don't know now i feel you so if anything just go follow initiate and look out for that for sure (laughs) yeah definitely do that for sure hell yeah well i appreciate you man yeah of course thanks for having me on man appreciate it so as usual i just want to say thanks again for listening and make sure you check back friday as i'll be joined by another member of a california-based hardcore band tank from rotting out as always follow us on facebook instagram and twitter check out loudmouth threads who did this awesome original podcast artwork and stay safe